How's it going, everyone? Gavin here, just giving you a shout to remind you that until this Wednesday, Rugby Weekly listeners who haven't yet joined us on our members-only venture can get 50% off an annual membership to The 42 using the promo code THE42NZ. That's all one word, T-H-E-4-2-N-Z, not case-sensitive. We're going to be ramping up our members' exclusive rugby content before enduring Ireland's summer tour of New Zealand, and we'd love for you to have access to that coverage, firstly, and even become a part of it with your questions, suggestions, and musings around the tour. So join us at a 50% discount. Simply visit members.the42.e and use the promo code THE42NZ. I'll leave the details in the episode description below here anyway. An annual membership, by the way, will not only give you access to two extra rugby pods per week with Murray Kinsella, Bernard Jackman, Owen Tulin, and more guests, but to our GAA weekly podcast, to our Football Family podcast, to Gavin Cooney's Behind the Line series where he sits down with your favourite sports writers from around the world to hear the stories behind the stories, to documentary series like Kevin Brannigan's Rise of Kenny podcast, which charts the untold story of Stephen Kenny's journey to his current role with the Ireland football team, Shane Keegan's How to Win at Domino's coaching podcast, where Shane picks the brains of some of the finest sporting minds in the country. It's all there. And on top of that, you'll get your insiders, newsletters across a range of sports, access to our members, WhatsApp groups, and much more. All there for you anyway at members.the42.ie. While I'm here, I'm going to throw to Birch in a clip from today's Rugby Weekly Extra Pod for members, where on top of digging into the ORC final, the Premiership final, the Super Rugby final, and all of the goings on around them, we began casting our eyes towards Ireland's Summer Series versus the All Blacks. Enjoy and speak soon. Birch, as I was saying at the top, I wanted to pick your brains on the Ireland squad to travel to New Zealand before we wrap, because on Saturday in RT's coverage, you were obviously on COCOM, so it was Jerry Flannery and Jamie Heaslip had the opportunity to actually chat about it. We didn't hear from you. I'm sure you'd be chatting about it later on and against the head, but um, firstly, what, were there any sort of bones of contention for you in that squad? Who are you most looking forward to seeing get an opportunity? What were your your overall reflections on it yeah uh, look I'm delighted for Larmer I think Larmer's obviously been in great form he's he's pushing his nose he's pushing his nose back in um, which is which is great Keen Prendergast probably wasn't a surprise because um, you know we know he's been training with them you know we're led to believe Paul O'Connell has has huge um, huge time for him plus he's been outstanding for uh, for Connacht and gives you that that line out option um, in, in the back row that's Probably without Peter, like, like Peter, Peter's been key to Ireland uh, for a long time because he's such a good lineup operator. Um, but when you look at our other back rowers, none of them are anywhere near him. I think Prendergast has the potential to to be very, very close or not better than him as he as he grows. So that's um, that's interesting. I thought that the ten, you know, the backup ten, you know, Harry Byrne again, despite not having played very much recently for for Leinster gets the nod so it just shows you like Jack Harty's injured obviously um, but it really shows that behind Joey and, and Johnny um, it's there's a, it's a it's very much a, a, an open um, an open list of candidates to to replace them um, so I'm looking forward to seeing him play and, and, and uh, we know he's a good footballer um, but it's a tough place to to get get your your chance really um even if it's just two maori games um you know we were led to believe he's going to go 42 he went 40 in the end um i thought uh, jeremy lockman 
interesting as well. You know, obviously, uh, Witcherly's been getting the nod ahead of him as the as the backup loose head uh, behind Kilcoyne, obviously, who's been injured. Uh, is that because, you know, Lockman's 26, you know, they feel Witcherly's just a little bit young or, or, or will be a bit young even in a year's time? Uh, I, I think it shows, to be honest, I, I think there's... There's a lack of depth in, in, in some positions, you know. Um, let's, well, let's just say 10 and loose head. Um, you know, because Keane Healy, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping that Keane Healy finds form again. Um, Keane has Keen been a phenomenal player for Ireland. But I, I worry the fact Leinster didn't trust him more in, in key games. Um, and I think, I think in some ways we might be better off leaving Keane at home this summer um, and, and try and just get him rested and back to as close as they can to his best um, for, for a World Cup in a year's time so I, I, I you know and even watching Leicester the weekend and going back to what I said two weeks ago but Leicester the weekend Bordwick trusted his bench to come on and they closed it they, they won the game um, and Ireland Ireland are going to have to have a bench that can come on and, and, and win games for them or close out games so I really think this tour is important in terms of just finding um not starters, but just players who have that impact off the bench or won't let you down if they're called upon. Would you share some of the concerns out there that in light of Leinster's two recent defeats, that there might be implications for Ireland, that maybe yeah. there are... Um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think this tour is going to test them. It, it, it's totally different. Everyone thinks the Kiwis are powerful. They're, to- they're not. They, they, they beat you differently. They beat you with speed, skill, rugby smarts, so even if we did really well against the All Blacks I still think you know Farrell uh, O'Connell etc would have no further clarity that we have you know found a way to beat massive men and in fairness I think in in international rugby the, the three teams that can do that to you are South Africa France and England England obviously need to find a bit of form again um, but I also think Eddie Jones you know let's be honest, the pr- more pressure he's under, the more he'll go back to that Leicester-Saracens type ga- game plan. He, he'd be mad not to just pick a massive pack and have put a really good kicking game in place and they're automatically going to beat most teams. So I think that, uh, I think that you know, we, we won't find out really um, have we learned a lot about you know, the La Rochelle, the Bulls, the French defeat in, in the Six Nations until um, we play South Africa in November. Um, and again we played our South African franchises in the URC with Leinster which is obviously the majority of the, of the Irish team uh, Farrell was quick to point out that he doesn't care because Ireland play a different way than the rest of the provinces it's not very different to be honest um, and it's the same people so um, I, I still think that while the, the All Black Tour or the New Zealand Tour is a very difficult tour it won't prove uh, anything about our, our ability to overcome sides who physically dominate us. That's interesting because I I would say in Ian Foster's selection there would be an indication that maybe he is trying to make the All Blacks a little bit more powerful or a little bit more of um, a force to be reckoned with in that specific area of the game. You look at like Tuivasa, Sheik, um, uh, Pidigus, uh, Siwakula, uh, who else? Like they've brought in uh, like Leicester, Fuyanganuka for example, like uh, Anuku, sorry, big units you know like that maybe they might be looking to actually deviate a little bit from their traditional game plan let's say or their traditional style of rugby to counteract what happened to them in November yeah they, sorry look I'm not doubting that they have powerful individuals but 
um, look at the competition. Look at look at the way they play. And they have to like they're not going to go and have a massive scrum uh, because that's not a priority in Super Rugby. They're not going to be really focused on, on on mauling its death because that's not a priority in Super Rugby. Whereas France, England, you know the, the domestic competitions, the Springboks since Razzie came back have been absolutely clear. This is what we do to teams. So that's sorry. I'm not doubting that they can bring in some 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 big men and powerful men, but I just don't think that they're going to shift or are going to have the ability to to put a massive priority on set piece all of a sudden when that's not something that they've ever put a priority on all the way through. If you get me, even with Joe working behind the scenes there a little bit. Yeah, Joe will try, but he's not a set piece guru. He, you know, he's mm. he, uh, their scrum has always been about playing off it. Their lineups being about playing off it. Um, yeah, so that that's why, uh, you know, that that's kind of... And also, they haven't been massively focused. They kick a lot, but they don't kick to contest. You know, they make attacking kicks. So, I just don't think they're the type of team who can squeeze you to death. They can hurt you in so many different ways. But I think, that, look, at uh, going back to the Super Rugby final, uh, I think that, like, Scott Robertson's um, star is higher even again now, right? The, the, uh, there's a lot of speculation that the players don't have total trust in Foster. A lot of people feel, the public feel he should never have got the job in the first place. Um, that uh, Jamie Joseph or Scott Robertson, who went against him in the interview, uh, were both better candidates. Um, like we're talking about France, or sorry, we're talking about England going to Australia. If the All Blacks are not impressive this summer, um, you know, will will Joe become head coach? Right? Uh, uh, has he done enough in the Blues and as a selector for the All Blacks to become head coach, uh, or would they go to someone like Scott Robertson and make that call now? So, you know, Eddie Jones is under pressure, but I think Foster's under pressure as well. Sister, sister, how I miss you, miss you. Let's go wrist to wrist and take the skin off of a blister.